0: Welcome to the Portable Magic Dispenser, a podcast for your school library, public library, whatever library you may be in. Uh, my name is Lucas Maxwell. I'm the librarian at Glenthorne High School, and today I'm going to be talking to you about running a student library assistant program in your library. Uh, some I've talked to other librarians who have said that they don't run one at all, and I think you just have to work out what works best for your library, and if you feel like one doesn't fit your you know how you operate then that's fine uh, for us i think it works well and i'm gonna i guess go about talk about how i run it and then what i think the benefits are and hopefully it'll you'll find this useful so we have 10 library assistants and it's a very fluid program and i'll explain what i mean by that in a minute and 10 you might think is a lot <laughs> but they're on a rotational basis so we have a fairly large information desk that you see in the school when you walk into the library and we have 10 students who operate on a rotational basis so on monday two students might be working there break lunch in the past they've worked before school as well um if they're able to but that's not required of course So that's how we do it. And we we just create a schedule that works with the student's schedule. So it's a lot of planning, a lot of work. We sit down with the students and work out what will be best for them. And I'll go over their duties and things like that in a a minute. Um, But how it works in our library. So we have ages 11 to 19 in our library. Typically I start it when they're 12 years old uh, in year 8, what they call year 8 here in the UK. Only because... In year seven, when they first arrive, there's a lot going on. They're feeling very overwhelmed. There's also a maturity level maybe that is lacking somewhat, and that's not their fault, but um, this is the way it is. So my goal is to um, interview them around June, July time to see who's interested. So I, I will interview year sevens for the next year. But I don't usually let year sevens start right off the bat. And it's just the way it is. I, in the past, I have had a few who are really mature, um, and are, but they're very busy. And there's a lot going on. So I kind of just let them explore the library on their own. It's just the way I run it. And the interview process is, is uh, it's kind of a, f- a f- double-edged sword because I want to give them a little bit of experience. You know, this is what an interview is like. But at the same time, I don't want to stress them out. <laughs> so I ask simple questions, really, but I try to make it formal. So I schedule it, and they come in the library, and they sit down. And we try to ask things like, of course, why did you apply? What What did you, you know, what do you want to get from it? And, this, and then I go over the expectations, and which are really simple. You know, be on time. If you can't make it for your slot, try to let me know or try to let my colleague know. I'll go over some of the um you know the other opportunities that come up with there are quite a few, but again, they do require time as well, so I always just be you know be honest with them and say, if you've got a lot of other extra things going on and you think you're not going to be able to fit it in, just let us know and we'll we'll give those opportunities to somebody else or we'll you know, but really, I want to try to give them an opportunity to have fun. It's all about having fun and having good memories about the library really, and the school itself so it's a very kind of informal slash formal interview process, and if that if it feels like it's a good fit for them, because they I want them to think I want them to I hate this cliche but they're interviewing me as well. They're they're trying to work out if it's something that they would want to do, and the benefits for them in our school, and maybe you can translate this to your school, is that we have a stamp that gives them a um, a pass in their diaries or planners that. Let's them jump the lunch queue. Um, And that's kind of a perk. Uh, That's very sought-after stamp in our school. And the lunch queues can be quite long. So if they don't bring in their own lunches, that's a really um, (laughs) powerful tool. So they get to come in um, and sit behind the desk as well. And they have that power. And that's another thing they like. And that's fine. And they have the power to check books in and out. That's kind of like their main duty checking books in and out um and but it's great because it frees up um myself and my colleague to not sit behind the desk and kind of roam around the library and talk to students about all the things going on in the library or just behavior management or just you know it's a busy place so if you have reliable students behind the desk um and there might be students that you have that just want to do that and they enjoy it and they sit there and they're with their friends and they get to Um, use the computer's catalog system. We have a really easy system called Accessit A-C-C-E-S-S-I-T which I cannot recommend enough. I'm not going to go into too much on that because it's not what this is about but it's super simple. Students are given their own logins through the Accessit program and done. They get to log in themselves so they're not like um, they're not logged into my computer or my colleagues computers. They're not you know, anything like that. They're not on there's no chance that they're going to stumble upon any sensitive or you know confidential information because they're logged in on them themselves um on their own computers uh logins i should say so easy and that's how we do it and then based around that um they get to do all the kinds of different things so if they want to it's not a requirement but i let them come up with display ideas um, and I'll help them build those around, you know, build them around their ideas. And that's really work, worked well with, you know, things like Stranger Things, our BookFlix um, display, our kind of like Netflix slash BookFlix dis- display, um, our Halloween displays. They get to choose some of the books. They also get to take part in activities like interviewing authors. So we have our own podcast in the school called Booklings Chat, which is all completely student run. And they get to interview the authors. Um, They get kind of like first crack at that. They get the first for being student assistants, and that's really some of them really love it. Some of them don't want anything to do with it because they're um, maybe shy to be interviewing an author, which is perfectly fine. But for some, it's been a real. um, I've had some amazing kind of feedback from many students on on giving the opportunity to interview authors and work with that. They get to some get to the kind of work behind the scenes with the tech side of it. Uh, We we have this podcasting equipment because we, our student library assistants um, won a grant for, for the library to, for this podcasting equipment, and um, it's been really good. So that these weird little opportunities arise. We do things like Lego building challenges, and they'll be our judges for our Lego building competition, uh, which we try to do. We haven't done one in a little bit, but they are always our judges, and they'll be our judges with things like that. They'll help my colleague make book quizzes sometimes. Um, and funnily enough, which um i I am not crafty or I am terrible with that kind of stuff, but my colleague thankfully is amazing with things like that, and the students um love to help her with uh crafty things so if, if my colleague um for instance, she was doing some prizes that were like friendship bracelets um and she asked them, would you help me kind of make some? And they, they love to do that. And so while they're, maybe there's a lull, there's no one coming to the desk, they're, they're talking and making these friendship bracelets and things. And it just was a lot of fun. <laughs> um, our student library assistants also do things like promote our book award books. They do book talks. In the past, they've done kind of roaming book talks where they've gone from um, classroom to classroom. And that was hugely popular. I call it the Booklings. They call themselves the Booklings, so that that's another thing. I let them name themselves. Um, it's kind of a, a transfer from the um, the book club. Um, so a lot of them are members of the book club as well, and they call themselves the Booklings. And so they, I kind of translate that to the student library assistant thing, and that's why it's called Booklings Chat, the podcast, etc. It's like a branding in my horrible business sense. It's um, become a branding thing that's uh, <laughs> inadvertently branded everything with booklings which i love and they do the the booklings awards they help me promote those and the, we called it the booklings road show so they went around and promoted the bookling book awards to different classes again we're getting back into that um post pandemic restrictions but it's been a lot of fun to do that some of them make posters for like um some of them are members of our D club so they make posters to advertise that other programs if there's a parents evening they will thankfully um help with that uh in-person parents evenings have been really popular with parents coming to the library to see the space to see the student library assistants showing off all the cool programs we do and they've been amazing with that kind of thing some of them come into staff briefing to promote our staff room uh, pop-up library in the in the staff room and which um, i've talked about before but to have them come and speak in the in the staff room is quite you know anxiety inducing for them I can imagine but um, it's a great opportunity and the staff get to see them in a different light etc. Um, it also brings in the benefits really um, it brings in tons of new ideas and they're brimming with um, with all kinds of with ideas and these include you know we've had students come up with ideas for our manga club so we used to have a um, just because they left the school after the sixth form um, but from like Great, uh, year nine upwards they were they were almost running our manga club where they were coming up with all kinds of ideas. I think the important thing is just to ask them you know, what their interests are, find out their interests and use them you know in a good way like say you do you want to help this? do you want we've had them some of our student library assistants have become dungeon masters in our Dungeons and Dragons club because obviously there's an interest there and they're very keen and, and things like that. so it's basically just steering them in the right direction. But it'll also make the library thrive and you'll have a lot of fun. Um, uh, it, it, like I said before, it before, it seems maybe selfish a little, but it does free you up to do other things once you've got this kind of like reliable group on board. Um, it's vital that we check the books in and out and make sure everything's um, running smoothly like that. But there's, there's so much other things to do, um, r- running programs at lunch, greeting students at the door. Um, It lets me do these kinds of things that I think are really important. Um, I've heard other librarians say things like, you know, students sometimes create more work than they do. Um, I understand what you're saying, but my response is always, you may not have found them, you know, I may not have found the right students, or maybe you haven't given them the right role. Um, So I think 99% of the students that we have working behind the desk are completely reliable and they love to work independently. And you know, maybe it's the maturity level, I'm not sure, but for us, it, it really works well. So I really recommend um, doing it. Um, and then these new programs that I talked about means um, bringing in completely new faces. So we have student library assistants who help set up and run, host our open mic, which is once a month, kind of a partnership with our uh, music department. And it's um that has brought in tons of new faces to the library and students are sometimes they can't believe that we're running a thing like that where students are playing music and singing and having a great time in the library but um it it does bring in new faces and to see their peers kind of running it and they're asking well how did they get to do that why do they get to that and i say oh they're part of the student library assistant program and Therefore it continues on and we're at a point now where there's a huge waiting list. Um, I wish I could have um, Unlimited numbers, but it's not impossible. It's not possible to do that, of course. So What I do do is I try to give them as many different opportunities as I can Maybe if there's a there's an author interview or if there's if they want to help set up for something Or they want to be a guest judge at at a competition or something like that um, so there's lots of things they can do um, but I try to make sure that the student library assistants get first um, first crack at it, and uh, it's a, it's a ton of fun. Um, I think we've been lucky with it, but I really love it. I think it's something that I'm really proud of starting at the at our library, and I think the students that we have they, they take it very seriously. So if we have um, year tens who are going into year eleven, who've been doing it since year eight, and they are desperate to keep going in year 11 I hope they have time (laughs) I think once they hit year 11 they may may think well I don't have much time but um we've had I mean it's kind of amazing to see but we've had recently students who were in year 7 and when I and when I first started it in the first few years I was letting year 7s join and which is fine but like I said I I sometimes now I've kind of since the last maybe five years I've trying to keep it to year 8 but these year 7s they've gone right straight through to the sixth form, Um, so like 17, 18 years old, and then leaving the school. I've seen them kind of grow up as a student library assistant, as a librarian um, helper, and it's been quite amazing. It's been great to see. So um, They give so much, really, to the library. It's hard to put it really into words, so the space is for them. And one of the reasons it's such a success is that um, they help spread the word as well. So if they've got friends um, that aren't in the library a lot, they can they easily spread the word about things. So there's part of the reason why the, our Comic-Con is such a success as well. And this last March was well, the first time we ran it in person for a very long time. And, I mean, the 50 spaces filled up within a few hours. It was, I was pretty shocked. I wasn't sure if it would work. And they, of course, came and helped run things. So um, it's really one of the first things you should be doing if you are starting in a library and again if you feel like it's going to create more work I would say start off with one or two students and see if that helps but um, it's really something that I think you should try so I'm just going to review some of the things that I um, discussed and That is to, you know, if you feel like you could advertise it to all ages, do so. Um, My opinion is it's better to let the year seven settle in a bit. But um, on the flip side, it's also important to promote it to older groups. So we have some year nine, ten assistants, as I said, who are amazing. And I rely on them quite heavily. Um, When it comes to promoting the program, I kind of operate on a complete cover uh, meaning I cover every corner of the school to find the best assistance. I do visit school school assemblies I visit year group assemblies. I go to individual classrooms I promote it during our staff to our staff during our, our staff briefings because those st- teachers will have students names and faces in their minds who will be good for it. I put it in the, the staff bulletin. Um, I have a current assistant to make posters and have it rotating on our television screens this is stuff i've done in the past i did not do that this year because i didn't need to but if you're starting out this might work i relentlessly talk about it during our library lessons which i'm really lucky to have so every two weeks teachers will bring in um, students for library lessons um after a while you won't find you'll find you won't have to conduct this kind of i don't know seek and destroy kind of kind of thing um again try to make it professional um I want them to think. I want them to have fun, but I also want them to know it's a serious position with responsibilities. They need to be on time. They need to be polite and courteous to the students who come to the desk. It's that's kind of a customer service role. I think it's a great opportunity opportunity for them to learn customer service skills, um, which is just good to have. I think just basic kind of politeness. Um, um, But I do it for an interview, and (laughs) I also excuse me. I also um, want them to know that i take it seriously um i have in the past created a little handbook for them but i don't know i'm I'm trying to save on paper so what i do is just kind of email them now um the kind of the handbook which is basically a rule i mean i can give if you want the handbook just contact me on twitter or or email um my twitter handle is lucas j maxwell and my email is on my bio Um, but i can email it to you if you want and it's essentially a pdf that just says what they what they can expect and if they want to take that home, show their parents, whatever. Um, creating a schedule is is crucial. Um, this is a great way for, to remind me and my colleague when students are supposed to be in, and maybe oh why why haven't they shown up for the last two three shifts? Maybe I should contact them, or I will ask another student. Can you just get them to come see me, etc. Or a teacher and, and say look, um, you know, just to see if it's working out or not. Maybe they're too busy. It's usually it they're just too busy, and maybe they get a little bit shy or upset about letting you down and then they just kind of get in that situation which i've been in as well um, where you just kind of avoid it because you don't want to deal with it and it's like look it's all right it's just you know it, we, there's a lot of students who want to do it so if you want to take a break for a while etc you can um i would this the schedule is on display in the library so behind my desk so they can see um they so like just to remind them also it's emailed to them and putting them in charge, of course, is is important. I've done this. before. I've talked about it. but Let them host events. Let them interview authors. Let them introduce authors. Let them come to staff briefing. Um, we've had Twitter chats on on the on the library's Twitter account where they've asked authors questions at lunchtime with other students, kind of submitting questions to them, and they're asking. They're they're in control of it. They've run our pop up library out in the courtyard where we giving away um, brownies and donuts for anybody who borrows a book. Um, complete bribery. But they've been in charge of that. Um, the podcast, of course, I've talked about that. I wouldn't have kind of the energy to do all this stuff without a lot of their help, to be honest. Um, one thing I did, haven't mentioned, which I really recommend, is to reward them heavily. They are taking their time out of their really busy schedule to come to the library and help out, so I make sure that they're rewarded. Um, the lunch pass thing of course, is one way. I also try to give them, um, I don't know, I have in the past done these pizza parties for them. I think that's gone the way of the Dodo Bird uh, in schools, maybe, but I just haven't been able to secure those in the last year or so. But I have in the past shut down the library for them, done like a quiz for them at the end of the year, and given them a pizza party. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that again this year coming. Um, but, um, <laughs> I, I do kind of reward them throughout the year with snacks, treats. Um we've been lucky we get we get books sent in by publishers and things like that. And sometimes they will get those as prizes or you know, coming up to the Christmas holidays or the half term, you know, thanks for coming in every day. Thanks for doing these programs. Um here's a book, here's this and that. It's um it's it's all it's one thing I don't get them to do is shelve books and, and you know that's just my thing. Um, that's where it kind of comes into thinking about, it, it creates some work. Uh, sometimes they do, but what we have this recently returned cart, I get them to fill that up and then that helps us a lot. I really want them to stay on the desk when they're in and they get all, all these other little opportunities throughout the year throughout the week really because we have so many different things going on like our film club they can kind of like help choose the film help set it up um things like that and little jobs that are are helpful but i don't get them to to shelf books i just don't um i do it or my colleague does it um primarily um just because of absolute lack of time but uh that those are the things that i get them to do and if you Want to start small, maybe do a couple library assistants and then maybe do a, a Lego building competition, get them to help judge it. It's a really simple one and things like that, or just get them to promote books to other students in other classrooms. So I had like our year 10, year 11 library assistants going to year seven classrooms with a book that's appropriate for year seven, going, Hey, you should read this book. They're doing book reviews for us and things like that. Anything you can think of little that can give them this feeling of ownership over the library and have fun. Is, is worth doing so i hope that was useful again if you want to contact me um twitter at lucas j maxwell and my emails there so hopefully that was helpful hopefully you start a library student library assistant program in your school uh this september all right take care Talk to you <laughs>